Kevin Card over Skype. Good afternoon, Kevin. You're on the road again. something about Mary would understand that joke. All right. <laughs> hey, man. So I'm sitting here like, yeah, you got the headphones on. Appreciate the dedication. And Hey, you going to pick up your son again. Then I just heard that he was trying out for volleyball. He tried out for volleyball. Uh, he made it to the last cuts. He actually missed a day because he had to go and get his braces. So he missed a day of tryouts. But he made it all the way to the final cut. Uh, supposedly the volleyball coach said he was one of the best sixth graders that ever tried out because what it is is in middle school they usually don't keep sixth graders on teams because I don't know why because I would keep one or two sixth graders that way you know you got them for sixth seventh and eighth grade and they can get better right so I don't know why I don't know why you went and keep one or two on your team but the guy said he's one of the best sixth graders that ever come out for him, and they usually don't keep him. But he said uh, he said to come back next year, and he'll he'll make it if he plays the same way he did that, uh, this time. But Gosh. mind you, Austin's never played organized volleyball in his life, mm. and to make it for the first cuts of kids when there was like sixty something kids trying out, it's still pretty good. That is pretty good, and I'm I think sure. he's got one of them. I think he's got one of them weird athletic genes in him where <laughs> anything he tries, if he really puts his mind to it, he can do it. Hey, like, nothing wrong with that. I think he's got one of those things where he's just got a knack for picking up on stuff. I'm Not around the house because he's lazy as hell when he comes around the house. But, <laughs> but when, he, when, he, when, he, when he puts his mind to something, he actually wants to do it, he, he usually can do pretty well at it. Well, hey, Austin, but, that's, be- but that's still but that's still crazy though. If you're in middle school, you think you'd want to keep a kid from sixth, seventh, and eighth. Yeah. So he can improve every year and you can help him improve. Right. You but just kinda like mold him, but yeah, that's weird. That's just me. That's like when they said if he when he tries out if he's gonna try out for football later on, because they got a flag football team in middle school. Mm-hmm. And it but it's not until later on in the year when they have tryouts. And they're like, yeah, they usually don't keep a sixth grader on the football team. I'm like, well, that's stupid. That I said, stupid. if the kid shows that it, they're pretty good, why don't you keep them on the team, let them practice with you, let them get better, and then in seventh and eighth grade, you got to study. Right, right. Uh, Mold them to where you want it, to it, be. It bothers me. In the, it, exactly. It bothers me the way these coaches think. I like they're in a win-now thing. I'm like, dude, you're in middle school playing – and flag football. You shouldn't be in win-now mode. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely should be about coaching and developing, but, you know, that's just me. Exactly. Sixth, seventh, eighth grade is all about developing a kid. Yep. Like, right High now school. they're at age. Where, where, right, now they're at, right now they're at Pop Warner age mm-hmm. to where if I put Austin into Pop Warner football, he'd be learning how to do everything. Right. He'd be learning the fundamental. Mind you, Austin pretty much has fundamentals down. But he don't have a fundamentaling of tackling and all that stuff because he hasn't put no pads on or anything. He's just played flag. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to get his quickness and his speed and his his ball skills and everything before we put pads on him. Because when you put pads on him, then he's just going to want to whack people. <laughs> so, so it's all it, it, it's all about learning stuff. But you would think you, these guys would want to have these guys from when they're a little younger and they can develop them the way they want to. But whatever, don't Definitely. bother me none. I'll teach him stuff if he wants to learn it. Definitely. Well, hey, now he's just us. really into golf. 
<laughs> yeah, with you, I'm sure even you're a proud problem for that. Even after their golf season's over, he still wants to play golf. He wants a pair. He wants a set of clubs for Christmas and all that junk. I'm like, boy, that's an expensive Christmas gift. <laughs> I was like, you would want to play the one sport that's expensive as hell. <laughs> Why can't you want to play? Got uncle, unless you got uncles and family members that give you clubs like I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then, yeah. then, then it's easier. But I, I, I got to talk to some family members and stuff and see if they got some for sale or want to contribute. And then we'll see if we can get him a set. Sweet, man. Well, that's, that's good to hear, man. Well, Congrats, Austin. This is life, man. Sometimes you make it, sometimes you don't. And it makes you type person that makes you. So the fact, the fact that he wants to try out for every single thing <laughs> makes me laugh. Because I'm like, the boy wants to try out for every sport that they got. <laughs> like he wants to, he wants to try out, try out, try. I was like, buddy, you don't have to try out for everything. Uh, I was like, pick and choose, man, because you're going to forget which sport you're playing. You're going to be out there trying to play football, and you're going to hit it like a volleyball. I'm like, so you got to – I was like, you got to pick and choose, buddy. Get good at get good at certain things. Whereas that is a sport's not so – can you blame them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't want – I'm like – I'm like, do it for you. Because the bad part is people look at a kid doing all this stuff and they go, oh, the parents are pushing them and all that stuff. The par- no, I haven't, I haven't told him one time. Like I told him, whatever you want to play, go play. Mm-hmm. That's you. If you want to go and play it, by God, go and play it. Yeah. I'm not going to push you to do absolutely anything you don't want to do. <laughs> if you want to learn how to play something, let me know and I'll help you as much as I can in that certain sport. Like, gotcha. if you want to learn how to play basketball, I got you. If you want to learn how to play football, I got you. You want to learn how to play volleyball? Well, I can hit the ball back and forth with you. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know much else. Like, if you want to play golf, I'll give you some pointers. But I told him, I, I'm not pushing him at all to go and play anything. It, this is all him. Like, he tells me he wants to go do stuff. I'm like, man, go do it. I'm like... I'm like, I'm proud of you for whatever you go and do. Whatever you go and do and whatever you go and make and however far you go and make it, I'm proud of you. <laughs> and then you got right. those crazy and then you got them crazy parents that push their kids to do everything. Yeah. Like, man, exactly. man, let you I'm like, let your kid do what they want to do. Because exactly. then because then once it comes to a certain point, they may they may have loved that sport, but the parent pushes them so much that they don't like it anymore. Right, like that, right. And that happens to a lot of kids, man. Kids just they get put into that grind. It's a it, it's one or two ways. A kid gets a kid goes and plays the sport because he wants to get out of the situation that he's in, and we see mm-hmm. that a lot. Or the kid wants to play the sport, especially in baseball. This one happens a lot. A kid gets just hammered with the one sport. It's about white quarterbacks and baseball players. They get hammered by their by their parents to go and play this sport, play this sport, play this sport, play. They try to make them better and they get burned out on the game. And then by a certain time, they're like, I don't want to play no more. And then the parents like, why, why don't you want to play no more? And they were like, well, you, <laughs> you're the reason I don't want to do this no more. And I told Austin, I said, I'm not going to be the reason you don't want to do anything no more. You do what you want to do. Exactly. And if more, so. if more, if more, if more parents had that mindset, kids would have more fun playing sports and not feel so obligated that they have to be perfect every single time they go and do something. <laughs> well, well, props for you not pushing your son and, and let him choose what he want to do. And like you said, this has all been by his choice. So, hey, man, that's that's good to hear from from uh, good Austin that he's trying new things missed, and trying. He, he missed soccer tryouts because it was too hot. So <laughs> <laughs> Welcome that was to my favorite one. That was my favorite one. He goes, yeah, I didn't want to try out for soccer. It's too hot. And they run a lot. I was like, buddy, I, I, I can't argue your logic there. Uh, I was nope. like, that's a, that one, that's pretty good logic. I'm not mad at that one at all. Nope. So. I'm not mad at that either. Cause also it was soccer. So. <laughs> all right. So let's get into the podcast here and, and, like, like like Kevin said, we we have a lot to talk about today. Yeah, I, I, 
nothing happened recently, did it? Oh, I don't yeah. think nothing's happened. Yeah. I don't think no, there's not a single thing that has went on. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's been a busy week, man. And, and so there's there's a lot of content I didn't, that we have. I didn't check my email. I didn't check my emails, so uh, I didn't know if anything was going on or not. <laughs> please say, delete your emails if you got them back there. Clear out your emails. Yeah. So yeah, no. clear them out. Get the cookies. <laughs> get the cookies all gone. Exactly, man. We got players on IG Live talking about vaccines, so all that stuff. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's let's touch on Kyrie Irving uh, first. So basically, uh, Ben, as far as the next owner, well, the next GM, Sean Marks, basketball operations, and the owner, Joe Sot, had agreed to, because they were talking about, well, maybe Kyrie can come back and play part-time. He can just play the road games. They decided, well, this is not fair to everybody that's on the team, and they decided just to say, if Kyrie's not all the way in by getting a vaccine, he is not playing the game this season. And so they made that decision about that. Kyrie was not particularly too, too pleased about it. They had the NBPA was going to try to get involved. They haven't heard anything about that. Kyrie went to go address this stuff. I mean, everybody's on his forehead talking about Kyrie and what his stance is with the vaccine and not getting it. So right now you have different personalities like Stephen A. and, and even it's, it's getting political. Even some political leaders got into it and um, just some funny tweets that we read over the time. Anyways, Kyrie get on Instagram Live and start talking about, you know, the vaccine. And, and to paraphrase some of the stuff that he had said, it was that it's about choosing what's best for you. You think mm-hmm. I really want to lose money? You think I really want to give up my dream and go after a championship? You think I really just want to give up on my job? And so he just kind of said that uh, with some uh, he tried to be informatic about it and definitely try to let us know that he this is his stance and everything like that. So and and, <laughs> and, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny that we probably can see him retire. But anyways, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of pass it to Kevin, see what his thoughts is. Me and Kevin going to go back and forth on this and I'll go ahead and let Kevin start on, on what he this thoughts of this whole week. What transpired between the Nets and Kyrie Irving? For one thing, he, in all intents and purposes, planned on playing basketball under the NBA's rules for being non-vaccinated. We can all agree upon this, correct? Correct. As he said it himself, I was going to play under the league rules for being an unvaccinated player, which means he would have had to get tested out the wazoo four million five thousand times during the season. The reason he cannot play is not because of the NBA, not because of the Nets, not because of Kyrie Irving. The reason he cannot play is because of a mandate that is set in New York City. That is the only reason that he cannot play home games. Here's the messed up thing about it. If a visiting team's player that is from a city that doesn't have a mandate in it, comes to New York and plays basketball, guess what they can do? They can play. If they're unvaccinated and on another team that comes and visits, as long as they pass the test, they can play. Doesn't make no sense at all. What is wrong with this picture? The picture that the NBA has created is wrong. But because he is a player on the Brooklyn Nets, he has to go by the mandate. But if a player comes from Atlanta and goes to New York and is unvaccinated, he can still play as long as he tests negative. Why are they not letting everybody play under the same umbrella? That is what is getting on my nerves. This doesn't have nothing to do with it. It has everything to do about a mask or a, a vaccine mandate for indoor things from the city of New York. You mean to tell me that a billion-dollar organization like the NBA could not get a hold of this city when all this stuff was going on and come to an agreement to let basketball players play unvaccinated if that is their choice and that is their – I do this in air quotes – and that is their religious freedom to where 
they don't feel comfortable taking the vaccine. You mean to tell me that none of these things could come together and make it where he could play basketball if he wanted to? It's a joke. Literally, the whole entire man, the whole entire thing is a complete joke. Bradley Bill's going to be able to come from Washington to New York and play. Mm -hmm. Bradley ain't took the freaking vaccine. Right. He's going to be able to go to New York and play. I just think it's a big, gigantic clusterfuck, and it was a bit, it was just big, gigantic, not figuring crap out before the season started, before practices started, by the NBA, the Players Association, the teams in the NBA, and by the cities in which the NBA is in. Because I guarantee you, if these all these teams and these cities got together, they would have made some way that these guys could have played basketball. I just find it just damn near amazingly stupid that an away player can still play in this game if he's unvaccinated and can play in that city. But mind you, look here. It's Kyrie's right to do whatever he wants. I agree with him wholeheartedly. He can do whatever he wants. The Nets should have had him as a part-time player anyway because most of the time Kyrie Irving has been a part-time player. (laughs) He hasn't played 82 games ever in his career. The most he has played is 79. So he got close. The least amount he played is 15. So, it, it, like, and then when Stephen A and them go off on him, you brought all these guys here. Kyrie Irving hasn't even played with them that long. Kyrie Irving hasn't played a full season with Kevin Durant. In terms of game numbers, he has not played a full season with Kevin Durant at all, whatsoever. Kevin Durant should be mad at himself for leaving Golden State to go play with Kyrie Irving. He should be mad at himself. (laughs) But these guys have no right calling him an idiot, saying he's betraying the team, saying he's doing this, saying he's doing that. He had all intention of playing the game of basketball under the NBA's unvaccinated player rules. But because of a mandate by the city of New York, he can't. No other reason but a mandate by the city. So stop blaming Nets. Stop blaming Kyrie. Stop blaming all that crap. It's because of a mandate. So just leave the man man alone. It was his choice not to get vaccinated. Would you be this? Would you be this upset? Now, here's, here's going to be the perfect example that's going to piss everybody off, but this is your my body, my choice thing. If a WNBA player decided she wanted to get abortion halfway through the year so she could still continue to play basketball after she found out we was pregnant, what kind of uproar would that bring? Would you still let her play? Or would you tell her she can't play? Absolutely. It's their choice. It's everyone's choice to do what they want. This whole thing from the get-go, COVID everywhere, has been about people's choices. The choices you have made during this stuff is what made it if you got sick or not. The choices you made are what made it if if you got the vaccine, if you do got sick, are you going to the hospital or not? These are all choices that people have to live with. What you do on a daily basis now is your choice that you've got to live with during all this madness. That's his choice. Let the man have his choice. He didn't do it to piss off everybody and, and to and to not be there for his teammates and blah 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 and all this crap y'all are trying to do it. He's doing it for his for his reasons. What his reasons are, no one should care because you know why they're his reasons. Let Absolutely. the man alone. Let the man alone. Let the man alone be pissed at the city of New York that he's not playing basketball right now. Mm-hmm. I agree one percent, Kevin. You. Spoke the truth. You hit everything on the head. I, I agree with you 1%. This is the city mandate that is not allowing Kyrie Irving to play. I need everybody to stop creating narratives like Curry is the bad guy here. Kyrie Irving is not the bad guy here. Nope. This is his choice. It is his decision. There is no bad guy. There, there is, is no bad guy. 
None. None there whatsoever. No bad guy. You can't blame the city. You can't blame the city of New York for putting a mandate on it because that's what they feel like they needed to do. You can't blame Kyrie for not going to get the vaccination because that's what he felt like they needed to do. You can't blame the Nets for doing what they did because that's what they felt like they needed to do. There's yeah. nobody, not a single solitary soul that's at fault during all of this. As soon as that man, and look here, if New York was to undo that mandate tomorrow, guess what? Kyrie Irving could play basketball. Simple as that. That's the only thing that's holding him back from not being able to play basketball. Simple not no stupid that. vaccine, not no anything. It is a, it is one mandate. One. That's it. And this will kill what you me. Should be, but what everybody should be pissed about is that visiting players can go and play without having a vaccination if they want to, as long as they pass the COVID test. That's what people should be pissed off about. Me and Kevin been screaming for weeks that we still don't get how you you can be unvaccinated and go to San Francisco and New York and play basketball. Exactly. And why the home team players cannot. That that mm-hmm. does absolutely make no sense. We try to figure that out. We have no idea why that is allowed to play. So I'm sitting here and I'm looking at all this stuff that's online. And what's so funny, man, is that I sit here and I read these stories like, well, he's doing this. He's betraying his teammates. He's doing all this. You're creating your narratives for this whole situation. And it's funny because when we talk about this abortion stuff, we all been saying the whole thing. They're by their choice. They need to make a decision. Why can't this apply to the same situation with a vaccine? Did you get vaccinated? Exactly. Exactly. But the, hey, like I it's said, a dude with a vaccination. Listen, I, I've been skeptical of the vaccine, but I'm vaccinated. I'm vaccinated because I know I'm going out to basketball games. It's my choice. I decided to get vaccinated. Kevin got mm-hmm. vaccinated as well. We decided to get vaccinated, but we understand what you know. If someone is skeptical of injecting something in their body, who are you to try to control that situation? You worry about mm-hmm. your own self. And at the same spectrum, where you try, people try to make this political, and 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 fell. Then I seen dumb tweets about, well, imagine Johnson can play and have HIV. Why can't Kyrie play? Do, do you not understand how you transmit HIV? This is some of our senators and our leaders, or world leaders, that are saying this stuff. I don't want to get graphical. I let Kevin say it the way he needs to say it, but I'm not going to say how you can get HIV. But it's just plain dumb. See, all these narratives spinning around, and we're talking about Kyrie, who just want to play basketball. He has not made anything political about this. He has not said anything as far as like what he wants to do. It's his opinion what he wants to do with his body. Yep. And because of a mandate, he cannot play. And here, here's the funny thing, Kevin, too. Everybody screamed about, well, imagine what Cat been through. Imagine what, what Carl Anthony Towns been through. You What, what would Cat say? Well, guess what? Cat responded with this. Cat simply said, I've been through so much, and it would be contradictory not to be on the pro-vaccine side. But I will say this. I will believe I believe in choice, and I like to give people their choice and have no problem with people having their choice. He's like, but not only is it a human right, it's an American right as well. They have to make their own decisions for their own bodies and their own families. I have no ill will towards that. The only thing I would say, don't give me a BS excuse why you don't get the vaccine. If you want to Mm -hmm. do it, that's your choice. So everybody that was trying to spend and use somebody to fit their narrative and put Cat Car Anthony Towns and say, see what he think, just what he just said. It is your choice. It is your decision. You decide to get the vaccine. You did your part. End of story. Why we keep running this into a brick wall? Exactly. People, we look here. You wouldn't have known if he wasn't vaccinated unless he If he wasn't a basketball player, you wouldn't know if Kyrie Irving was vaccinated or not. Because it would have been none of your business. But exactly. because he's a basketball player, you know. And you want to bitch about it because he's a fucking basketball player. And get, exactly. get the hell over yourselves. Get over yourselves. You're bitching about one dude not getting a vaccine because he's on the Brooklyn Nets and because they're a championship contender. That is the reason why y'all are bitching about this shit. Look here. And for all you bitching about it for a basketball reason, they were one fucking toe away from going to the NBA Finals without him. They'll be fine. Absolutely fine. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Ben will be back healthy. Well, for how many games, we don't know. But he'll be back healthy. But damn. Damn. 
They were one big toe away from going to the NBA Finals. And if they made the Finals, they're quick. So, shit, y'all complaining about it for basketball purposes, it doesn't even hurt them. Would it be cool to have him there? Sure, yeah, it'd be fun for the league. Well, it wouldn't be fun for the league for him to be playing, but it'd be fun for us to watch. But damn, for basketball purposes alone, it's not a big deal. He's hardly ever there anyway. People need to get that through their head. He already was a part-time player before. People kill me with this damn people kill me with this damn narrative. Just like Stephen A. Smith. Well, you brought them to the Knicks. You should feel obligated to to play basketball and get the vaccine and play with them. Stephen, how many fucking games did he play with them last year? Yep. Fifteen. Fifteen games. (laughs) What the hell are you yelling about when it he didn't even play then? He wasn't even playing when he's available. Literally wasted energy oh, by Stephen man. A, man. Yeah, come on, man. You, you're, you're barking up a tree you have no business barking up. And you sound ignorant in doing it. And then you call him idiotic and all that crap for doing that. Man, it's his body, his damn choice. Let the man make his decisions. Calling him names. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares if Kyrie Irving is a little eclectic? He's a little eclectic. He's a little out there. But who cares? It's still his decision. Absolutely. I agree with Warren. People just need to stop being freaking idiots about it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go from uh, Warren's situation oh, I feel, to. I feel, I, feel, I feel so much better now, though. Yeah. I, got, I, I know you told I, me I got then. that off my chest. And then them stupid people on Twitter arguing with me about it. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. I was like, it's a New York City mandate. The Nets had to do it because of the mandate. If the mandate wasn't there, the Nets wouldn't have got rid of him. And the lady and the lady goes, well, that might be true. No, it's not that it might be true. It is true. <laughs> you completely miss facts on what this is all about. It's about one mandate. That's it. He's not selfish. He's not this. He's not that. He intended on playing the games. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, you're right, man. I'm glad you did it because I agree with you. Intended, he intended on playing the games under the guideline. Mm-hmm. It's 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 terrible. He was going to play under their guideline, under their guidelines. Then the mandate came out, changed the the NBA guidelines are still the same. The mandate is the only thing that's different. If people would realize what it is that's making him not be able to play, they would change their fucking tune on everything. But people are so stupid and want to attack people nowadays that they don't see through all the bullshit. Yep. And Kevin, we, we've been vocal about how we support them doing their vaccination tests and everything like that. As far as like for unvaccinated players, we support what they did for NFL. We support what they do for the NBA. But because we had two C that's got mm-hmm. mandates, I mean, that's the problem that we're running into here. Luckily for the 49ers, they play outside, so they ain't got to go through this exactly. as far as NFL. But because Oakland, Oakland, I say Oakland, Golden State Warriors, they're San Francisco, yep. uh, they're inside. And same with New York, they got to get vaccinated and play according to the city. So their rules and you thought they just would have been able to follow the protocol as they supposed to. And, and Kevin been very vocal about the testing and hopefully that would change them to do it because it is a tedious test that you have to go through in NFL. Imagine the same way in the NBA. Mm-hmm. NBA is, uh, if you are unvaccinated, you have to take, you have to take, you have to have two negative tests before you can travel. Then you have to have two negative tests the day of the game before you can go and play. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about four tests in the matter of freaking two days, three days. Then if you're on a back-to-back, you got to get two tests the next day. So they are testing how they should be on an unvaccinated player. It's a ma- it's a mandate for the city is the reason he cannot play basketball. If he was saying that he would have went through all that stuff, then nobody should be pissed off at him at all whatsoever for saying he don't want to get vaccinated. Be mad at New York. Exactly. All you Nets fans and all this shit, y'all be mad at New York that Kyrie Irving isn't playing. Be mad at the real culprit. Be bad at the Knicks. Because we know the Knicks had something to do with it. 
<laughs> oh man. All right, I know we can go on and on about this situation. Let's move on to something else that was pretty idiotic as well. Oh, another, 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 another fucking fun one. <laughs> they just come in today, man. They're coming in today. Uh, <laughs> oh it's man, it's like a fucking car wreck. So, John Gruden <clears throat> has resigned, or as I do air quotes, has resigned. As the Las Vegas Raiders head coach, there was a investigation into the Washington football team president, Bruce Allen. Uh, at the time, it wasn't specifically focused on Gruden, but he had came across an email that apparently, uh, well, was going at D. Maurice Smith, who is the NFL Players Association Executive Director. Um, so... <laughs> That, that, I don't. I gotta say it. Okay, basically, he said he's got lips like a Michigan tires. The tires. <laughs> Michelin. He has. He has. He. What do you say? Rubber lips. Yeah, rubber lips. I Just think like, that's what. I think he said he had rubber lips. Mind you, I am of. I am of big gums and big lips. So. I'm just saying. But, yeah, he called them Michelin tire lips and rubber lips. I think that was his exact words. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty bad calling the NFPA AD that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, we're, yeah, laughing, this, but, we're laughing, but it's really not funny. It's really uh, no, it's, it's, but it's I'm not. But I'm laughing because I got big lips, and I've never been called rubber lips or Michigan, yeah. Michelin man lips. <laughs> exactly. So that's why I'm just saying there. But there, there, it just wasn't just who he he went at different people. He went at Roger Goodell. He he went at um, NFL owners. He was vocal about the Michael Sam situation. There was just a few things that he he was at going at here in the emails and everything like that. So uh, he called Roger Goodell. Uh, clueless anti-football P dash 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 Y well he's right <laughs> so look look some of the shit he said was right most of the shit he said he shouldn't have said and he was stupid for saying it but some of the crap John Gruden said was right John Gruden's crazy anyway we already knew this like John Gruden, John Gruden is a loon if you watch him coach you know he's a loon if you watched Hard Knocks with him on it one year, you know John Gruden is a loon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we shouldn't be surprised that he said any of this crap because he is crazy. Yeah. So, <laughs> just looking at some of this stuff, he, he called President Barack Obama. He called Joe Biden nervous, clueless, beep. Uh, he, went oh, Air, oh. he went at Eric Reed. He went at Eric Reed. Um, who who say he say he should be fired the way he uh, demonstrated during the national anthem? I mean, we can go on and on about what he did, Kevin. I know we sit there. He was stupid. This was back. <laughs> this was back in 2011. These emails. He was working for ESPN at the time. He wasn't even a coach. And so now, what what comes to light because he made some homophobic slurs. And Karnasib just came out being gay, their defensive end. And so, Kevin, this and is... That's, and that's what gets you fired. In this day and age, you do not say nothing that is homophobic. Because that definitely will get you fired. Because they then once you say one thing like that, now nah, you're done. You're done. People don't have no time for it no more. Like eleven years ago, people had people would have just all brushed it off. Oh, that's Gruden being Gruden, blah, blah, blah. Now, no, 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 no. It's instant. Uh yeah, uh, John, we need to have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading some of this stuff. He went at Caitlyn Jenner. He went at, like I said, Michael Sam, he, I guess he reached out to Jeff Fisher at the time and saying not to draft queers. Uh, he said oh, he said about Gruden Mock when Caitlyn Jenner won a war for transitioning. He also told Allen to tell Brian Glitter, who owned the Buccaneers, to perform or sets on him. 
And said, oh take away offer. He coached the buff from 02 to 08. So he, like I said, he, he pretty much was just firing off at everybody here. Yeah, he threw himself. He threw. He threw himself under the uh, uh, the big gay bus to get run over by it. He. he that was. That was just dumb. Like, yeah. he, like he, like you could see though that uh, back then stuff was a little like it shouldn't have been different, but it was different back then. You know what I mean? Like 10, 11 years ago, the forefront of gay rights and all that stuff was just coming around. You had Michael Sam play come out. Dude, it's been that long. Yeah. Holy cow. I remember when he played in college. My God, it's been that long. But, 2014 season with the yeah, uh, round round practice. Yeah, when you when when you had that coming out, it was like it was it was it was different. It was kind of different back then. And I'm a I, I just but damn dude you, you can't say that kind of shit. Like, I don't care. You're in the total, you're in the total wrong for saying that kind of shit. You got found out. Holy shit. This guy almost hit this other guy, but you got, you got found out. And now that you got found out, Hey, you were part, you were part of the stray bullets that were getting fired with everybody trying to go after the owner of the Washington football team. Cause that's what this all boils down to. Is people are trying to go after the owner of the Washington football team, and they think if they take shots and kind of peg everybody that was all underneath him on their way up, that they're eventually going to get to him. That's the big thing that this one's about. But John Gruden was a total asshat for saying and doing the shit that he did. Yeah, no, this this has been an absolute mess. The Raiders, who started off three and zero, are now three and two. Um, this definitely was a distraction. They lost to the Bears. They, sh- I feel like they shouldn't have lost to the Bears, but they had this hanging over their head. You, you basically, they were distracted. But with all oh, that yeah. going oh, God, on, yeah. so it, it's just to that, it, it's, it's mind-boggling that regardless of the fact here, you know, one, you got your emails that get you back in the past and get you in trouble. Uh, and, and, it, and it's pretty much letting you know, even like that, listen, it's one of those things you just got to be careful, man, because even that 10 years later, this kind of bite him in the butt, man. 10 years they pull, later. They pull, them servers don't lie. No. <laughs> them, <laughs> them computer servers do not lie. So, you can't. The, the, one thing, the one thing that we should all realize now is if you tweet, email, do anything on a computer, it will come back. It will always, if you do something stupid on it, it will come back to kick you directly in the nuts. Even if you don't have nuts, it will come back and kick you directly in your nuts. Yeah, no, it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's a shame. I don't know where the Raiders go from here. Um but this this is definitely something that was surprising to pop up and see that all this that occurred and just within the span of a team that was doing quite frankly well. We, me and Kevin talked about the Raiders like, you know, one of the teams that could possibly make a wild card spot because they was in a tough AFC West with a lot of teams in the AFC West that has been starting out pretty fantastic in that division. And the Raiders look pretty good. We thought, you know, for for a long time, you know, David Carr was a solid quarterback. He was coming into his own. He had, you know, you got Darren Waller is one of the young tight ends that comes up in the game. Good, re- good receivers. They always try to draft these fast, super receivers, but it, it seemed like everything was kind of clicking for them. And then this happens to them. I just now listen. I, do I feel any sympathy for the Raiders? No, but in this situation, <laughs> this, <laughs> you wouldn't. <laughs> but but in this situation, this, this is unfortunate to be honest. That you starting off good and then your coach had his past come and just come to the light and blow and him kick up. him so, in the nuts. Yeah, like Kevin said, kick him in the nuts. So dead in the nuts. It kicked y'all all dead in the nuts. Don't know the next time we won't hear from John Gruen. I'm pretty sure he moved up to the mountains, and we probably won't hear from him for a while because you know he was doing yeah, commentating, he so he, he won't be doing no commentating job. But then you got then you got the owner of the of the Raiders saying what he said. 
Yeah. Is there anything else going to come to light about these emails? He goes, I don't know. It's an NFL thing. You're going to have to ask the NFL. So there, there's, there's more to this, this stuff than meets the eye. I'm telling you, man, it's going to come. Look here. We already know the owner of the Washington football team is the Donald Sterling of the NFL. For those of you who don't know who Donald Sterling is, Donald Sterling was the idiot owner of the Los Angeles Clippers, who was a racist, sexist piece of crap. He was even homophobic, if you oh. want to get down to it. Yeah, this absolutely. guy, oh my God, two peas in a pot. But for some reason, the NFL is killing this like a bet and don't want anything on him to come out. Well, no. I already know he's a bad seems like a bad dude. So I'm like, man, it's just crazy. I can't believe that they're they're calling up this dude so much because they don't wanna they don't wanna have to sell the Washington football team to somebody. I got an idea. Let's sell the Washington football team to Shad Khan so he can take his ass up to Washington and be their owner. And let's get another owner for the Jaguars because our owner sucks. <laughs> That's the solution. I'm sure but you will not we didn't argue even with. Talk about, we didn't even talk about the fun part of the whole thing. What's the fun part? Keyshawn Johnson coming at Keyshawn Johnson coming out and going, well, I've been telling y'all this crap for years. <laughs> Does Keyshawn mm. not realize the only reason nobody listened to him when he talked about John Gruden is because him himself was viewed as a diva and a person that didn't even care about any team that he was on, only cared about himself. When you Except have that perception, when you have that perception, when you have that perception around the league, people aren't going to believe what you say. When Warren Sapp in his book said that him and six other people agreed to kick you off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and cut you, that should say something, especially when it comes from Warren Sapp. Because <laughs> we all know Warren Sapp is not a great human being. So if, yeah, if, Warren, Sapp says, if Warren Sapp says you're not a good human being, I have to question yourself. Mind you, you could have been right about John Gruden all you want to. You could have mm-hmm. said the funny part was he goes, he called me a diva, he called me this, he called me that. Well, Keyshawn, he wasn't the only person that called you all this stuff. Like, there's a reason you were viewed this way amongst the league. It's because that's who you were, and that's who you are from players' perspective as well. So, like, like me and you talked about the one day. If Derek Brooks would have come out and said that was the way John Gruden acted when he was in Tampa, I'd have no problem believing him. You know why? Because Derek Brooks is one of the most cleanest, trustworthy, greatest guys that have ever been in the NFL. Him, if Wart Dunn would have come out and said it, same thing. Mike Allstott. Uh, Lynch, uh, who else on that team was was a great dude? They had Monday a lot Barber. of guys on that team that were great dudes, but they had a lot of the guys on that team that were awesome. Yeah, Rondé Barber. Uh, yeah, and they're all all them guys, man. If they would have come out and said that John was this way, then bam, I would have been like, you know, you know what? Okay, John Gruden's a bad bad dude. Like he was a bad dude before we got to these emails. But it, it, coming from a guy who everybody always said was a bad dude, I'm like, man, uh, okay. And he kind of said stuff to you that was right. Yeah, and it was like I was telling you, I was like, I didn't, I wasn't making it about Keyshawn because what John did was stupid. I was just saying, nobody's going to take you seriously, Keyshawn, because everybody knows stuff that has happened with you. So nobody takes the guy seriously that has a bad reputation. You know what I mean? That was the thing I was meaning when I was talking to you about it. Yeah, Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Meaning it to take anything away from Gruden's stupidity. I was taking it away from 
I was taking it away from Keyshawn. Nobody, nobody really likes you, so nobody's going to listen to you. Mm. I, I heard that. Just man. to make everybody make that was my point. I was trying to get it across. Not Keyshawn's a bad. Uh, not Keyshawn or John didn't do anything stupid, which we all know he did everything stupid. But right. just the fact that me hearing it from Keyshawn really doesn't certify it with me. <laughs> me hearing it from me hearing it from somebody that I actually have a higher opinion of that would have certified it with me because trust me I was down in Tampa for years when they were all down there together mm-hmm. yeah some of those guys aren't very uh, aren't very good citizens I can I can tell you that much <laughs> if you want to know my stories tweet me email me dm me and i'll tell you all about the story i'll even call you on the phone and tell you your story because i think cortez i think cortez has heard a couple of them Mm -hmm. so yeah they're not good dudes not good dudes (laughs) definitely all right uh well hey man let's um i said we're 45 minutes and we done talked about this i i we had these two are we going to talk about anything happy now I mean, we can talk about the trade just happened. We can talk. Well, oh yeah, uh, going to, yeah, going. Why the hell didn't we do this? Did they speak. just? I don't. The thing is, I think I don't. I don't think Philadelphia wanted C.J. Henderson. That's what I think it came down to. Was Philly didn't want it? Want C.J. Henderson or the Jaguars <laughs> didn't want to give up C.J. and the pick without getting Ertz and a pick back. I actually like the guy we got in the in the trade from Carolina. I like uh, Don Arnold. Yeah. Or Don or, or what Arnold. I just call him Arnold. I like him. So I, I, I but I, it's a head scratcher though. I, I just didn't think they wanted they wanted Henderson in the trade. Hmm. So they but damn does that make Arizona that gives all Arizona another weapon. Ridiculous, man! Like they need, uh, like they needed any more. Right, right, yeah. That 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 receiving core, including Ertz, is just deep now. Is, that's an ultimate. That's an ultimate blanket for for Kyler Murray right now. Yeah, Ertz is like an ultimate blanket, as if he didn't have an ultimate blanket in freaking Hopkins. <laughs> Hopkins don't even play tight end, and he's a blanket. Yeah, man. So the riches got richer on that trade, huh? Oh yeah, Cardinals are legit. I'm sorry, Cardinal. I was wrong. Cardinals wasn't the weakest four and O team or three and O team when we talked that one time. Mm-hmm. They're legit. Denver no. was the weakest one. I should have said Denver like I was going to, but y'all talked me out of it. Uh. <laughs> hey, and I want to argue because I'm sitting there like I, I at the time didn't know about Denver. Either. I'm just like they're three and O. That's cool. But I'm throwing with caution, and then the last two weeks just revealed to me where 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 I know we got some injuries but how, that ain't it. But no, but Arizona. About, I, go ahead, Arizona's I legit. Arizona's legit. I but how about that the, game from? How about the game from Lamar Jackson the other day? Jesus. Insane, right? I thought eighty I thought for percent. Eighty percent of his passes. He was like, oh, y'all say I can't throw, huh? 80% of his passes for 400 yards. But get out here. I, don't I was remember. playing Lamar Jackson that week in freaking fantasy. I would have been pissed. <laughs> I, I I just – I sit there and I saw something during the broadcast that he's got more rushing yards than like eight or 12 of the he's teams got, in NFL. He's got more. He's got more total yards. And I think like 12 teams. I think he's 17th in the league by himself in total yards, passing and running. He is down to his third stream running backs. Yeah. Even more than well, that. And then he signed, and then they signed Le'Veon Bell and, and, uh-huh. and Freeman. And yeah, they had to go, they had to go get everything in their brother out of the garbage can. Or out of, out off the street and just bring them in so they could they can help because they were so low on running back. Imagine if he had the good running backs. I know it'd be it'd be, imp- it'd be that more impressive. Yeah. yeah, just one of them. But man, he seven he's seventeenth on the list all by himself in total yards. 
Like it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm I'm in. I, I'm like okay. Give him the MVP again. Because if it wasn't for him, most valuable player means you're the most valuable player on your team. You take him off the Ravens, they suck. Yeah. Nah. That's just a matter of fact. They they're nowhere near as good without him on that team. Um. Yeah. The Colts blew that. They, they <laughs> should they should have won the game. And I know you're not complaining about oh, yeah. that. They're in division. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Well, I don't give a shit because we're, we're <laughs> we ain't winning anything anyway, so I don't care. Kevin, who's more legit out of Chargers and the Bills? Oh, both the of Bills. Them pre- the, both of them having present victories. I think, I, I think the Bills are more legit because last year – Last year, the Bills came on at the end of the year. The Bills easily, easily could have kept on in the playoffs. But they had a couple of things not go their way, but they could have easily kept going. Uh, I, I, I just like the Bills. I like the Chargers, too, mind you. I think the Chargers are freaking Justin Herbert. <laughs> He's the one of the best second-year quarterbacks I've seen. That kid mm-hmm. is lighting it up. But the kid has – he's got weapons all around him. But yeah. he's just hes just good. He's just really good. A lot of people were questioning coming out of Oregon. But he's been hes been legit because we always question quarterbacks that come out of Oregon because you don't ever know what you're going to get with them. But this kid, he's, he's slinging it. He's slinging it all over the place. And he's bringing his teams back. He's keeping them in the lead. It's just a good football team. They're legit. How about I'm how about the other how about how about the last game where they were playing Cleveland and at the end at the end of the game Cleveland wanted them to score and Austin Eckler literally got pulled in by three Cleveland players so he could score a touchdown so Cleveland could get the ball back. <laughs> yeah, it was that. amazing. Mind you, I have Austin yeah. Eckler in fantasy, so I was like, make him score. Make him score. So it was fine by me. But I just thought it was funny. They literally grabbed a hold of Austin and pulled him into the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> so But no, man, both of those both of the Bills both of the Bills and, and, and the Chargers, man, are legit. I think the Bills are a little bit better, but they're they're both they're both legit teams. Josh Allen, Josh Allen's playing incredibly well. Josh Allen went from that guy that everybody was laughing at to now he's a legit top five quarterback in the NFL. Uh, some of the throws he was making the other night, mind you, it was against the Chiefs defense, who they can't guard anyone anyway. Tyron Matthew, I think, has had it with Sorensen behind him, and every time he throws the ball, he just puts his hand up because he knows the guy's going to catch it. So, <laughs> but but there, uh, Buffalo is definitely the legit. Buffalo's found a tight end. They got the they got the receivers. They got unvaccinated uh uh Cole there. Cole Beasley. Yeah. So uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, that, both of the, both of those teams are legit. That's it's cool. good to see there it's good to see different teams now starting to find their way and 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 and, and make it mm-hmm. tougher on some of these teams that we were used to going into the seasons. I like parity. I just wish hey. my team was part of it. Yep. Hey. You and me both. <laughs> it's like my we, team's never my team's never gonna be a part of parody anymore. <laughs> it was like the uh roller coaster. Oh yay, we're at the high oh we're going on. Uh, it's Broncos right there. So. <laughs> the Vic Fangio experience, baby. Woo. <laughs> All right, well hey, let's touch a little bit on college football. 2000, the 2017-18 Jaguar experience. That's what I call that. Where we go from one year where it goes, yay, and the next year is, woo. <laughs> oh, man. Shut up. Stop laughing. Wasn't that damn funny? <laughs> listen. Listen. Right. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, yeah, shut up. Shut your face. Shut your face. I can do the same thing with you after Peyton Manning left. Yes, you can. Absolutely. At least we, at least we have a quarterback now. <laughs> Mind you, we don't have nothing else. Well, y'all been to the playoff recently more than we have too. So, <laughs> uh, oh no, no, y'all went. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, last uh, time we went we 2017. We haven't been back since we won that Super Bowl. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, hey, we still uh, we still have more we still have more playoff wins since our exception than the Dallas Cowboys have. So I'm just saying. The there it is. I'm just saying. Right. I'm just saying. 
Hey, let's talk some college football, man. There, there was a one particular game that that went down to the wire, and it's pretty fun to watch. I mean, not not if you're a fan of that losing team, but because, down you know, goes Bama. Uh, down oh. goes Bama. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Kevin, that game. I know you watched it. Your thoughts? I did. I actually did not watch it. You did not watch it. I did not watch it because I was asleep. But, <laughs> but just the, waking up the next morning and going, "Holy fuck, Alabama lost!" Like it brought it made it made me smile. Only because I knew I was going to be watching the Jaguars later on that day, so I needed something to smile about. <laughs> so it it made me smile that that, that I was like, "Ah, uh, Alabama lost." Mind you, I hate who they lost. I can't stand Jim Fisher. I know, yeah, you can't stand Jim. But the way they lost, and the only cool part I know about that was the video they showed of the mom of the kicker. Yes, that was awesome. And then when he makes it, she just falls. And she gets up and jumps over the thing and was the first one over the wall. Yeah, that, that I was, was like, oh, she going to go hug her baby. Yeah. Well, no, that, so the mom cried, and then the fiance was the one that ran on the field. And that, uh, yeah, that that whole thing was. Oh, that, that was a fiance. She looked, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She looked incredibly young, yeah, to be his mom. <laughs> Is she just? See, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't know, because look, college kids are like twelve now. They all. Yep. <laughs> Everybody like everybody's young now. Spike, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm the, I, I could actually have a college graduate on my hand, and I'm 44, so I still look relatively young. So I'm like, okay, that could have been his mom. I don't know. I don't care. I just thought it was an amazing video with the lady <laughs> jumping onto the field. But then the other, but then the other freaking game. Which one? Texas you talking and about? Oklahoma. Oh, I knew he was going to go there. Holy. Holy crap. It's a lot of drama in that game, Holy huh? Crap. That's crazy. We were almost right. Oh. Dude. So, that, that game in itself, man, was, was the game. The game, the game oh. itself was great. The storyline coming out of the game is even bigger. Rattler got pinched. And the other kid came in and lit it up. So now, where does a guy who at the beginning of the year was a Heisman Trophy leader and the biggest candidate going for the Heisman Trophy and arguably going to be the number one pick in the NFL draft, what happens to him now? Mm, you're right. <laughs> now, now he might not start another game. So now he, he, might not, like, he might not even see the field again. People like, is he going to hit the transfer portal or try to get back up his stock or, but I, yeah. I, I don't, it's, it's a slippery slope, man. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a weird slope because man, he, the other kid, he came out and just ball. Like he came out and led them right back into the game. Like it was easy. And Rattler was having just trouble after trouble. Okay, well, we already proved one thing, though. All the defense over in that league again still sucks. Because they damn sure can't play no defense. Nobody no, in that, that league played that defense. High Nobody game. was playing defense. They were struggling the SEC, playing. man. What? Oh, they yeah, were struggling you're, you're going to have problems. Oh, you're going to have big-time problems. Texas is definitely going to have big-time problems. Oklahoma might have a little less of problems, but they're still going to have some problems if, if they continue to play defense like that against your Alabamas and your, and your Georgias and stuff. Well, not necessarily Georgia because, really, they run the ball. If you can at least get one big, gigantic defensive tackle to get in the way, Georgia might be a little – but, damn, it, it's – it was crazy. That was that that game was insane, and it just shocked me how the Spencer Rattler situation came about. I was shocked. Like, gotcha. I was shocked. I thought Texas was literally they were beating the crap out of them. Mind you, yeah. I was mind you. I'm the I'm sitting in the swamp watching us kill Al, uh, Vanderbilt, 
and watching small. <laughs> I know you just John again. How the hell we we did what we supposed to do? I guess. Well, Dan, no, Dan was pissed. Like Dan during halftime, they were like, "How's your quarterbacks? Oh, they missing some stuff. Trying to figure it out. How's your defense? Well, they're playing awful. They held Vanderbilt to zero points." <laughs> yeah, he was mad about that. It was pretty foul. Like, man, okay, Dan is really well, he upset, was mad man. He was mad because they can't tackle. They still haven't learned how to tackle. No, it's, it's definitely a problem. I even I noticed that. Like, okay, I know it's Vanderbilt, but geez, man, we're still missing tackles. They still, they still don't know how to. Ra- it's like everybody goes for a kill shot instead of just wrapping them up and taking them down. It's like it's like old football where everybody just wants to take somebody's head off. Man, just tackle the guy. Just bring him down. And then after halftime, people started taking people down. And I was like, well, it's about time now. <laughs> oh, but and, but speaking of that, look, Gator fans, Anthony Richardson ain't starting no time soon, so you might as well let it know. And I can tell you why. He doesn't have a grasp on the playbook. When he came in for when he came in for his series, he threw that interception. That was uncalled for. Like he didn't know where he was going with the ball. Like he does not have a grasp of the playbook. When he came back in for the other series, they threw wide receiver screens. I I don't think he fully has you're not gonna this is the reason why I told you before that he's not gonna start. And why we might see him play in spurts. It's because he doesn't have he doesn't have the playbook down yet. Mind you, I know he's got some plays and everything, but they're not going to try to give him that whole playbook in one single season. Right, right. And I, and that's what it is. And I'm sorry to burst everybody's bubble. He's not going to transfer. So stop everybody going. Oh my God, we don't play him. Any. He's going to go in the transfer portal. No, he's not. He's not going to leave. He's not going to leave because he knows once he gets his chance. What Dan does with quarterbacks and with how talented and how the athletically gifted freak he is, he can be the number one pick in the draft. So he ain't going nowhere because where else are you going to go? Are you going to go to some little podink school that doesn't have a quarterback that you may be able to play a year in and might be able to do something? Are you going to go to Cam Route and go to Auburn one year? Well, I hate to tell you, the offensive coach that made Cam Newton look so good, he ain't there no more. And so I'm like, he ain't going nowhere because he knows he knows what he has in Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen knows what he has in players. Players know what they have in Dan Mullen, especially a quarterback. Hence, yeah. that's why Trask. That's why Trask didn't leave. That's why Emory Jones didn't leave. That's why none of these guys have transferred is because they know what they have in Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen's going to be able to put them in the right spot. Dan Mullen's going to be able to teach them, and Dan Mullen's going to be able to get them to the spot that they want to be in. Mm-hmm. You just got to be willing. You just got to be willing to take his coaching, and that's what he's got to be able to do. And I think, and Richardson, I, I know he's going to stay. Definitely, man. But he just don't. He, it's like I tweeted you. He don't have the playbook. I was like, that's the reason why he's not playing a lot is because he don't got a grasp on the playbook. They right, just need man. him as a game. They need him. They need him as a change of pace in certain situations. They need to do. He needs to do it like Tebow. That's all I'm saying. If there's certain running plays and everything, put him in there and let him go. Let him do a jump pass here or there. Let him do something. But play him like Tebow. Play yeah. him like you did Tebow with Kusi. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, before we close this up here, um. So I'm just trying to come across a ticker here. And this is, we got to do a preview for this soon because NBA is on the way or Tuesday. Um, but yeah, Wendell Carter had agreed to an extension, four years, 50 million. That's My God, they gave, they gave, the hell, why are they giving these people this amount of money? Well, 50 million is not bad, bro, compared to what everybody else, wow. I think. Robin oh, Williams. yeah, that. That's great compared to what people were giving uh, that other guy for freaking two hundred million. So initially he wanted he wanted like seventy five million, so they talked him down. Nah, there's no way. Yeah, there's no so, way. No yeah, way. Yeah, I, I was like, yeah, we're not paying seventy five million, but uh, no so now that that motivated Mo Bamba even more to get try to get a contract extension. But we'll, we'll see. Mo Bamba, 
Mo Bamba is is an is I don't know, like like you'll get. He's like a if we're going to reference it to college football, he's like Bo Nix. You don't know if you're going to get good Mo Bamba or bad Mo Bamba. Just like you don't know whether you're going to get good because you don't get any in between. You either no. get good or bad. You, there is no in between when it comes to these guys. No, you're absolutely right. Wow, bonus and Obama. That's actually a good comparison. It's, it's um, a good. It's a, there's always a comparison to somebody to another sport. Always. He has that's a good. He, he, but I, I know they don't count. He had a good preseason, but let's do into the regular season before I look here. Annoying. Look here, Tyler. He. Tyler Hero's having an amazing preseason. I'm not going to say shit until he has a good regular season. <laughs> Thank you, because some of these Magic fans don't know how to act yet. So, <laughs> Magic fan, hold on, hold on. Most Magic fans do not know how to act. <laughs> I'm just saying, most Magic fans, most Magic fans, here's, 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 Magic fans are like Bo Nix. They're either they're either very good magic fans with level heads and know what they're talking about, or they're very shitty magic fans who think they're going to win the freaking NBA final. There's no in between with magic fans. <laughs> which which is great this year. We got some magic fans that we're going to make the playoffs, but we'll say that for the NBA. You're not, TV look here, look here, magic fans. You're not making the playoffs. You're not making the playoffs. You'll do good if you get the number ten. Oh yeah, bro. You know, like Tristan. Exactly. You'll you'll be you'll be good if you make it to number ten, and are and are and are and are chasing, or you'll make it to eleven and will be chasing ten and nine. <laughs> yeah. If you're chasing, if you're chasing that last play in spot, consider. That's your season success. a success. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Let's close this bad boy up and then we'll do our picks next after this on another show. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. So make sure you stay tuned for me and Kevin throughout the week. We should be doing the picks here soon. We should be doing uh, the NBA preview podcast here soon. We got to figure out time to do that. Uh, you can follow the podcast page at and, we gotta get a hold of, and, we, and you know we gotta get a hold of somebody Cause he's gonna wanna come and do it Yeah he's gonna wanna hop on So make sure you do it at uh, Follow me at end of my CP You can follow uh, Kevin Kevin C2415 I was about to do it for you I don't know why I was about yeah, to do that for you You should've you went ahead You should've went ahead I'm listening to the conversation in the background Yeah my brother's being loud I've been trying to I hit know, me, I'm listening. Tell his brother I, I Tell your brother I need freaking universal tickets <laughs> So Alright so uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright so you go to uh, Anchor Go to anchor.fm Slash Cortez Slash Paul You go to Into my CP.podmat.com Get Podomatic Facebook, just type in Balls Not Court Podcast. Instagram, follow us at Balls Not Court Podcast. We're on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Windows, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and many other sites as well. Or Kevin like to say? Just listen to us where you've been listening to us for the past, I don't know, three years. <laughs> Fantastic. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. You know we had a lot of beefy, juicy content today because there's a lot of stupid stuff going on in the sports world. So we had plenty to talk about today. So, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, hey, speaking of Cortez Sports, Kevin Carter, Ball My Four Podcast. Stay tuned for our NFL and NCAA football picks. Thank you.